Hello, everybody. How you doing? It's Janine here, and welcome to the Your Healthy Business Podcast, where we explore the technical how-to, the spiritual woo-woo, and the physical health and wellness components of growing your healthy business. So I'm your host, Janine Diltz-Bayman, and today on episode two, we have the amazing Paula Ivy. Now, if you have not heard of Paula Ivy before, she is a visual and vibrational storyteller who helps women learn how to take epic self-portraits and in doing so, discover how to see and calibrate their own beauty, fall in love with their body, spirit, and being. Selfies are the beat of Paula's works. So if you follow her on Instagram, you'll see what I'm talking about. She helps women transform their businesses, their brands, their wealth, their relationships, and their life experiences all from behind the lens. So without further ado, please welcome Paula. Yay! There she is. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Brilliant. Paula, welcome to the podcast. I'm so thrilled to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Janine. It's awesome. Brilliant. So I wanted to ask, firstly, if you could share a little bit about your story and if there was a pivotal moment that really started to lead you in your business to the path that you're currently on. Well. A little bit about my story. Um, so I've been obsessed with photography since I was a kid and I was just obsessed with documenting like everything that was happening around me. Like my style was very much like documenting stories that were happening. And um, I, when I left school, because I studied photography all through school and then when I left school I um, started working for other photographers because I was like, like I need to be in the photography industry, it's like my thing. Um, and so I was doing everything from like working with wedding studios to portrait studios. Um, I did some fashion and all that sort of stuff. And then I opened up my own um, photography business where I was doing portraits and weddings and fashion and all of that sort of stuff as well um and I got to a point with my business that I had kind of shifted the focus of my business that many times to try and find what my niche was like I loved photography but I found that you know when I would focus on say wedding photography for a while I was like oh my gosh I feel like I'm just gonna like burn out because weddings are a lot of work especially for one person I'm like okay either I've got to hire like a second shooter or I shift what I'm focusing on and I was like well weddings take up you know pretty much the whole weekend and if I do a wedding on a Saturday then I'm like pretty much out for Sunday and like if I've got it for Sunday then I couldn't like going to work on Monday it was just like uh so I was like okay um and then brought it back to like family portraits and I'll do that for a while and I'm like this is really great but there was just it always felt like there was something missing with it like I loved photography and I loved taking photos of other people but it always kind of felt like it wasn't quite it and I was like what am I supposed to be doing because I know it's supposed to be photography and I was just trying to find my like niche like where did I fit in like and I couldn't find that space and then um I shifted from being a photography business to being a personal brand and I think that that was like that was the biggest shift that I've made so far in my business as to how like the direction in which I can go because once I I switched yeah. from you know a photography business who takes photos of clients um to being Paula Ivy I was like I can do anything <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so I, actually, I actually got to shift like I still did client sessions but they sort of shifted molded and they weren't like the main focus of my business anymore which felt amazing 
So I, I then started to do more branding slash family sessions. So like um, other women who had had or other people that had their own businesses that wanted branding shoots, but they were also, you know, mothers and they also had a family that they were working with um, while they were trying to build their businesses. So I did these hybrid like family shoots, but also branding because there's quite often moments where those two overlap. Like it's not like we're just always business and then we've got family. It's like quite often oh, no. it's weaving in amongst <laughs> like it all. So I absolutely, doing, yeah, I started doing those sorts of shoots. But then I also um, started teaching how um, because one of the things that's always like one of the things, well, the, the thing that I've always really loved about photography is documenting my story. So I brought that back into it and um, it was actually something that my coach, Jana Kingsford, who's still my coach now, like almost four years later, <laughs> she was like, well, what, what do you love to take photos of? And I'm like, my, my life. And she's like, okay, we'll keep doing that. I'm like, people aren't going to pay me to take photos of my life. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It's not a business. <laughs> like, I'm going from photographing clients and I know when I book a client, like, they're going to pay me money and it's going to be about this sort of much. And, I know, and I'm like, who are going to pay me to take photos of my story? But then um, what ended up happening in that shift was people were inspired by the way that I captured my life for my content, for my business, that people were like, teach me how to do that so then I got into totally. the world of self-portraits and how to take that for um growing brands and personal brands for other people so that was a massive turning point in my business and it, and it went yeah. from being something that felt like I couldn't like it didn't quite feel like it should like I'm like I'm working for myself because I want it to feel amazing and you know fun and I'm like it's not always fun like it is but it isn't and then when I switched that and got to focus on what I really love about photography then it all just started to like take off and have this life of its own which has just been this amazing adventure instead of it always being oh, like yeah. okay you book a client you do a session like it, it it's not like that at all now it's quite magical <laughs> like the journey that I've gone on with it Oh, absolutely. And for those of you guys who don't know, I, I followed Paula for a few years now through Jenna as well. And we first met, it was just over a year ago, she was traveling around Australia with her two young kids and her husband and teaching these self-tography workshops. And I was like, heck yes, she's coming to the <laughs> Southwest. I'm, you're coming, I'm doing this. So we got a good crew together and we did a full day together taking photos and learning the skills. And if you guys scroll back my Instagram, you will see the day that I met Paula. You will see it in my Insta feed <laughs> because everything shifted. My, my, my confidence on camera, how I'm taking the images. It was like, I just resonated so deeply. And even now when I scroll back through my own camera feed, you know, I scroll back through and I can see the, the day that we met. It's like, I was, I'm suddenly appearing in the photos. Whereas before I was just taking photos of, my kids or the dogs or the landscape or my husband and my kids. And I, I just always felt like I would get so frustrated when I'd ask my husband to take a photo of me and the children because it oh, was yeah. just, he just never, never quite got yeah. the image that I had in mind that might actually help, you know, capture that moment. And that's what you yeah. teach so brilliantly. So I'm so thrilled that you continue to dive into that joy of taking self portraits because it's 
Trans it's transformational stuff, hon, for everybody who comes across your path. So oh, thank wow. you I for doing what you do. Fun. Oh my god, <laughs> I remember awesome. our workshop. It was so much fun. I did a few of them as a, as we were traveling around Australia last year and the beginning of this year. And that's what I loved about the in-person workshops was that I was helping so many people online before that and just being able to work with people in the person and have a whole day where we just absorb ourselves in the experience of being in front of the camera and behind the camera simultaneously because that's kind of like a whole thing. Like it's yes. one thing to be behind the camera, trying sure. to set it up, get in the shop. What does it look like? And then to put insert yourself in there is like a whole other layer. So it's a lot of like it, it's a big thing to do because a lot of people, pretty much everybody that I've worked with is has had some form of, um, you know, something that they didn't like about themselves or they felt awkward in front of the camera. They refused, like they even avoided it altogether. Um, they mm -hmm. felt really uncomfortable. It was, or there was, um, you know, even shame around like wanting to take photos of themselves. Like, oh, but that's, For you sure. know. You know, people taking selfies that's so, you know, self-absorbed. And if I put that out on the internet, what are people going to think of me? Um, and that's a big part of what I do is um, trying to shift the way people see and think about selfies because so often we see other people sharing photos of themselves and we're like, wow, that's amazing, you look great. But then when it comes to doing it for ourselves, we're like, oh, no, I can't do that. I'll be showing off or yeah. whatever the yeah. thing is. Like uh, I don't want to look like I'm vain and up myself and all of that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, really shifting it from that, those awkward feels that, you know, it's it's not something that we're supposed to be doing to an act of celebration. And I love that. by doing so, you're actually showing people who you are while you're doing it. So you're building a brand, yeah. you're building a business, and you can tell people what you do with words and you know you can say over and over again this is what I do this is who I'm here to help and all of that sort of stuff but it's so powerful to actually show people and photos yes. are a brilliant way for you to be able to show people I mean you could say you know I I work from home and I have two kids and I live on a farm and um I have a horse and like I, I run this business and and you know um <laughs> I'm going to share some recipes and we're going to do some like healthy stuff and like you can say all of the things and people are like cool but for me to be able to then connect you with you actually living that and seeing you do that is so powerful it it's like um it's like a, a shortcut to getting people to know you and like you and trust you whereas you yeah. know that you expect that to like build over time but when you start to share photos of yourself from a place of this is me, this is the work that I do and I love it and showing that joyous expression and you actually loving what you do instead of just saying it, um, people start to stick to you like flies. <laughs> it's quite yeah, awesome. yeah. It's like all over you, like, oh, my yeah. God. Like I've had people that, you know, have only followed me for a really short amount of time and they're, you know, telling me that, you know, they're like, oh, my God, I love you. And they feel so open to be able to talk to me about things and, like, especially if you work one-on-one -on -one with clients, you'll notice that they'll open yep. up to you really, really quickly. Um, and yeah, they'll, they'll jump into working with you so much easier and quicker because they know, they already know, feel like they know you because they do. That's right. So yeah. 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 
And there's so much energy behind that too, right? Like your energy is actually, and that's, you know, I talked about that vibrational story, your energy yeah. just flows through the image. Um, and I think, you know, yeah, previously it was like, I'm just going to post to educate and I'm not going to share too much of myself. And that's actually yeah. something I wanted to ask you is how, because I see it a lot, especially for entrepreneurs who are just starting out. How do they actually... How do you, you know, encourage them to overcome that fear of being visual? You know, if I put too much of my life out on the internet, I, I, can, I don't have any privacy anymore. And, you know, that whole story that people tend to tell themselves, especially when they're first coming in. Yeah, I mean, I guess um, you don't have to share everything about your story, obviously, online. You get to choose what you do share and what you are comfortable with sharing. Yes, my love. Hello, little man. Okay, can you? Uh, I just started the interview. Can you go ask Dada? No, Daddy's not here. Daddy's not here. What do you, he is here. No, I know he's here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking. He is here. Can you go ask him? Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, you don't have to share everything. Um. But the the way that I see it is that, um, like, I there's certain times, especially when we're travelling, that I wouldn't share in the moment exactly where we were because it didn't feel yes. safe to, for example. Um, yep, I totally. might not, like, I mean, it's so easy on Facebook and Instagram, for example, to share, like, where your location is. And, yeah, I found a lot of the time when we were travelling, when I would take certain photos, I'm like, oh, it would be good to share the location because that is inspirational. For okay, can you just sit down for two minutes here? Um, <coughs> um, That's okay. Yeah, so sometimes, you know, I, I would feel it would be good to share the location, um, but I wouldn't actually do it while we were still there. It, I mean, yes. you just got to feel into what you're yep. comfortable with and you don't have to start sharing every little bit about you and, you know, exactly where you live if that is mm -hmm. something that doesn't feel safe to you. You don't have to show your kids' faces, for example, if that doesn't mm -hmm. feel like something safe for you either. Um, it, it all depends and you don't have to... And you also don't have to set any rules that are set in stone either if things shift and change totally. like emotionally for you and um, all of that sort of stuff. You can change. You don't have to follow the same rules. That's the beauty of being a personal brand. Like you uh, you can be yeah. so nimble and you can just like make it up as you go pretty much with like, oh, okay, today it feels good for me to do this, tomorrow it doesn't. And that's totally Absolutely. okay. Um, I guess. With my content, I'm because I'm the focus of it. It's you know, I, it's mainly me putting myself out there. So I do share yes. photos of my kids and my husband, but um, I don't do it every day. Um, yep. But in saying that, I do feel like please don't do that. I do feel like um, me sharing that I am in, you know, that I am married and that I do have kids and we've got this family dynamic yeah. while I am building a business is um, inspirational and helpful for other people because so often, like right now, my kid has, you know, interrupted me while I'm doing this interview and they quite often do that when I'm doing live streams on Facebook and trainings yep. and courses and things. And even though, um, and this is something I was going to say, was that um, 
inject more personality rather than professionalism. Like that is yes. what I found. Like people connect to personality and obviously don't yes. call my top down, please. Um, and obviously, <laughs> you know, showing that, you know, you've, you've got some wild kids as well because that's off, often like a big thing for a lot of women is like, but I can't, I have kids. Oh, I can't yeah, do that today totally. because I've got the kids. And that's right. I mean, it took me a while to find my groove with it. And some days I still don't, you know, get the things done that I wanted to get done for my business that day because the kids, you know, um, but I, it, it's just an on, like, I just see it as this ongoing, like weaving and like, totally like that yep. sort of motion. I don't see it as like, well, today I've got to get all of these things done at this time. Like I don't schedule my time like yep. that. I sort of, um, yep. I, I create it into a flow. So that's one thing that has really um, that I've really leaned into out of this is like lean more towards showing your personality. You don't need to be professional with everything. I think I always say unprofessional is the new professional because it's so much more relatable for people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's People and you're spot on, right? They're yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. seem like people are like, yeah, it's the same stuff over and over. Like are you even human? Like, how do you, yeah. how do you, can you be like that? It just seems like, well, I could never do that because I can't, you know, be put together all the time and all of that sort of stuff. So it kind of, yeah, he's literally climbing the walls. Back. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening back on the podcast of this, yeah, oh, yeah it's not visual. Paula's little man is not currently climbing all over and but it, she's, you know, you're spot on, Paula. Like it is the way it is. And for that was one of the big things for me in growing my business too. For years, it was like that resentment of feeling like I've got to get all of this done. And if it doesn't get done, yeah. you know, you almost start to feel like, oh, this is such a frustrating place to be in. But it's like, well, no. And why don't we just, you know, blend it all together? This is our lives. This, this is motherhood. We are business owners. And, you yeah. know, in combining everything, it works to be this beautiful synchronicity where it doesn't always go to perfect or to plan, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, that's fine. And that, and that's, yeah. <laughs> it is. And that's, that, that's, I can't see you. No. Um, he's hiding in the pillows now. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing, right? If you are constantly feeling guilty and this was a big thing that I would, I sort of worked through in the beginning and it still comes up every now and then too, is that you'll, you know, sometimes you feel guilty because, um, you're spending too much time in your business and not enough time in with your family. And then you feel guilty if you're spending yep. too much time with your family and you're like, oh, I'm neglecting my business and my clients and everything. So it's it's just, and I guess that's like coming into the, like the healthy business um, realm is like it's it's un unhealthy to to hold on to that guilt and that, you know, that, totally. um, that frustration the entire time yep. because you can't fully enjoy either or while you're worrying about the other one. So it's like exactly if, I'm, right. if I'm working right now, then I'm enjoying working. And I know I've spent plenty of time with my kid this morning and him jumping around. He's having a ball around there right now. Like. <laughs> oh, he's, having, he's building a sport. It's perfect. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I mean, that was one of the questions that I wanted to ask you is, you know, this, this juggle, and we've sort of answered it now, but you know, how do you maintain your health and motherhood while growing a business? Because your business has mm. grown Correct me if I'm wrong, but like tenfold in the last two years while you've had little oh, little kids. Yeah. While you've been traveling, and yet you've still just gone on this like this exponential do -do 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 -do, and yeah. it's just it's so inspiring. Yeah, no, it has. It's grown. It 
it was it was so funny. I only said to my husband the other night, I was looking at what I'd already earned for two like for 2020. Um, and it's my biggest year yet by a long shot. And I was like, I don't know any like job where I would have gotten a pay increase like that big within 12 months. Like this is amazing. And I did it myself and I did it all like working maybe 20 hours a week in and around my kids. Like I can still do school drop off and pick up. Like we were still traveling at the, like we traveled last year and I was working the entire time. Um, My husband actually took a sabbatical from work. So he, he wasn't working at the time, but he's now gone back to work. Um, he works from home at the moment and so do I. And we sort of like, I do most of the school drop-offs and pickups, but he does some too, which is really cool. And it's just kind of like, yeah, it just, it just, it's just mind blowing, like how quickly things can take off. Um, and one of the biggest things that I've learned about that is the more that I'm having fun, the more people come to like yeah. be in this energy. energy. It doesn't matter what I'm yeah. saying. And they're like, yeah. I just love coming and getting your energy because I'm enjoying myself yeah. and I'm having fun with it. Um, if I was trying to be too serious and like trying to get things like and have that stressful energy, yeah. it's like people don't want to be around that. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of it's got to do with your energy. So really looking after your health and your well-being is a massive priority of mine. Um, I guess oh, I, I do a lot of like, um, I mean, we live. Well, I think you sound just cut there, honey. Sorry. Are, Are you there? Back? That's okay. Yep. It's, oh, yep. sorry. That's okay. Cut out. <laughs> can you still hear me? Oh, good. I can hear you. I can hear you perfect now. You're back. Oh, I can't see. So you're saying about how you. Oh, I am still here. Can you guys hear us? If you are watching us live, can you let us know if you can hear us? Hmm. Can you hear me now? Hang on. All right. The joys of technology. (laughs) Who's watching? I can see somebody out there in the interwebs. You can hear me now. We're back. Brilliant. Good one. Sorry. So you were saying about I'm how back. you how you actually keep it. <laughs> You're saying about how you keep your health, how you actually because it's so important, right? Like if we fall apart, it all falls apart. Sorry, say that again. I said if we fall apart, everything falls apart. So oh, how do yeah, you everything. keep your health? Yeah. Oh, everything. definitely, definitely. So you're so yeah. I actually was having this conversation yesterday in um i've got a a mastermind group right and we were talking about um what were we talking about somebody asked a question about um oh gosh um somebody asked a question i can't remember what the actual question was but my response was um uh, when i Oh, they were talking about making a purchase and they were like, I've never spent that much money on myself before because she's got a family Mm. and she's got a husband and she's like, I've already spoken to my husband about it. And he's like, go for it. And she was like, she just kind of felt a bit guilty. And she's like, I've never bought something worth that much before just for me. And I said, I've got Mm -hmm. this saying, like every time I invest in myself, I invest in my family. Every time I invest in myself, I invest in my clients. 
Oh, I love yeah. that. Yes. And it's, and it's the same with your health as well. Like your health um, is your number one asset. It's like investing in, in yourself, like your, your physical health and your mental health, your spiritual health, like all of the health um, is so important because if, you, if you're not functioning, then everything else, like that you said, it, it falls apart. So I make sure mm-hmm. like um, I'll exercise. And, I mean, I exercise while this is going around, on around me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Spider Man's just hanging out. Brody, can you stop jumping, please? Just stop jumping off the bed. Um, and I mean, the kids are so used to me doing that by now that they tend to leave me alone when they see me doing that. Like, there was a mm-hmm. like some days they don't and they're climbing all over me. And often, like when they were a bit younger and they didn't really realize they were always all over me. As soon as like I rolled out my yoga mat and I started stretching, they'll be like climbing on top of me and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, if I'd get out like the hand weights or whatever, they'll, they'll pick them up and take them across the other side of the room and like all of that sort of stuff. But it just, um, I actually, I get up earlier than everybody else in, in, my house, my kids have always been super early risers, which means that I just got used to getting up really early because at least I got an hour or two to myself before everybody else got up and just was yep. demanding things of me for the rest of the day. And it just made it just made me feel like, oh, I've taken care of myself like mentally and I've had like this moment and, and it just made it so much easier to make better choices during the day um, to breathe yep. through situations that might be a bit, you know, somebody's having a meltdown. Like, All right, cool. If I had woken up, and hadn't given to myself first I would be way more reactive and and just yell back and just like it was just you know a situation for everybody so that definitely has made a massive difference and then also um I found that um trying to you know juggle work being a mum and then also the household stuff um, in, like I get the kids to help me a lot with the household stuff. And that for me, I, I sort of, instead of thinking of like, oh, I have to do the chores and then I can help the kids or the, I help the kids and then I do the chores and all that sort of stuff is like, we actually make it into games now. And like, they help me like with food, like cooking's not my forte and it's not something that I actually really enjoy. I love eating mm-hmm. amazing food though. And I love eating food that makes me feel good. Um, but I've, yeah, I just get them to help, like help me as much as possible. And then I, then that sort of into like takes, puts that sort of stuff all together for me. So it doesn't feel like I have all of these things that I've got to do. And even when I'm taking photos or making videos or um, doing something for my work, I actually get them to help me as well. So quite often I'm like, well, um, mommy's going to take some photos and like now they're like, oh, I'll get your tripod and oh, mommy, which camera would you like? And they'll be like, oh, do you want us in the photo or can we help take it for you? And they're like, they're, I mean, my that's awesome. Six and, six <laughs> and four. Now they weren't that helpful when they were like, you know, three and one, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it, it, it yeah. it's, if you, um, I, I, and I often say to them like how important things are to me as well. So yes. like before I started yep. this, I'm like, Bodhi, I'm, I'm going to do an interview today. It's really important for mummy. Um, like, can I set you up with an activity? Like we play a game. We played Monopoly before I came on here. And so we had an agreement that we'd play Monopoly and then I'd, I'd put a show on for him. 
um, and he could do that. Like he's come in and most of the time he's pretty good. He won't come in until I'm finished. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, other times he interrupts me and I'm like, it's okay. It doesn't... It's <laughs> like, okay. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the That's end of right. the world. <laughs> That's right. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And I think too, you know, when like what what you just said there about, you know, them just seeing you witnessing it and being a part of it. Like that's just that's just so important for the whole family dynamic, because there's so many of us where we can't really compartmentalize, you know, our lives like it is a big blend. And I know that's certainly my case. We don't have the extra support in the rest down here where I can say, you know, the kids are in school for another week. So I'm getting as fair enough. I'm getting as many, you know, interviews in as I can within seven days. when they're home, it's going to be, you know, the interruptions will come and I will, you know, need, I, I will be wanting to spend that more time with them because mm. they, they get it right. They get that this is important to us because they've seen it and they've grown up with it throughout their lives. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And just even explaining um, to them things like, um, uh, so if there's something that they really, really want, for example, that this is a big thing. Kids are always wanting new toys and like they'll see something they're like, oh, my friend had this. And, like, oh. and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I mean, they, they do get money for doing certain things and they've got piggy banks for when they get given money and all of that sort of stuff. So they're pretty good with like um, saving money and buying things and understanding that. But then when they're like, mommy, you buy it for me. I'm like, well, well, mommy needs to do some work and, and that's how I get my money. So they actually understand that, oh, well, you know, things that I want, if I help mommy do her work, then I get more of the things that I want. That I want to. Yeah, so like, yeah. Like, yeah. Them understanding that it doesn't doesn't just take like it's just not for me. It's actually me trying to take care of all of us. That's right. And yeah, I, yeah and no, I talk about no. like when we we're traveling and things like that. I'm like, you know, how we went and saw the penguins march. Like, just explaining things like mm-hmm. that. I'm like, we were able to do that because of mommy's work. Um, we were able to yeah. see a lot of the things that we did because of my work, and they they sort of. I mean, they don't understand at all, but it gives them this like, oh, okay. So what you do is important for our family. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Awesome, hun. Now, I, w- I did want to ask you if, if your little man is happy, if he's happy enough for a few minutes. I wanted to just ask you some of your top, you know, those top five tips for actually overcoming, um, you know, for those women out there who are who are maybe hide, hiding that little bit, aren't sure the first step in terms of getting their camera out and getting involved in the photos and getting through that that you know that vainness that that's sort of seems to be out there in society if you pick up the camera and trying to get in the photo chocolate sauce we don't have chocolate sauce chocolate chips we do have the little chocolate chips do you want me to melt some yeah oh okay i want you to put can you can you get them out and give me five minutes Okay. <laughs> we'll go through them fast. <laughs> okay. So some tips on um well sorry, what did you say for being in front of the there's, camera? There's, yeah, for like getting out, you know, like how many of us moms will look back, as I said at the beginning, look back through our camera roll and we're the constantly the ones taking the photos of everyone else. Yeah. And how do they yeah. actually you know, get 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 past almost that that veil that wants us to hide, right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he found so I, <laughs> it is the way. Over professionalism. Absolutely. <laughs> we make it work. I, we, we make do, it work. We the juggle is real. Uh, 
Um, okay, so this is probably my biggest my biggest tip around this is um, if it feels uncomfortable and you know there's judgment when you do look at yourself in your photos and things like that. Um, there's no magic thing that's gonna help like to make that all go away in an instant so for me I call it exposure therapy which is kind of a fun way to put on it because it's photography and it's exposure um but and you're and you're exposing yourself to yourself because they're self-portraits so self-exposure because the thing is and even I like I was so even being a photographer like I hardly ever took photos of myself and I remember the first year or the first um would have been the first two years of my daughter's life like I'm in hardly any of the photos like I have a million Mm. photos of her because she was the cutest thing ever um and but I was I wasn't in hardly any of them and that is actually when my I switched from being a photographer to a personal brand and I was like oh okay I'm I'm like my daughter's gonna want photos of her childhood and I even look back at photos of my childhood and I'm like, my mum's in hardly any of the photos because, mm-hmm. like, you know, that, oh, well, just put take a photo of the kids. You don't need me in there. But when, when yeah, you look totally. back on your own childhood, like think from your, kid, your child's perspective, like they want to see you. You were their, like, everything. You were their, you mm. know, their person. I mean, their dad was too. Yeah. But, like, you know, they want to see photos of how, you took care of them, like how you hugged them, how you looked at them, you know, the moments that you had together. Like you remember moments from your childhood and it's like, yeah, mum, what were you wearing that day? How did you look in that? Like I want to remember more about like you as well. It's not just, you know, photos from your childhood is not just about um, like, you know, looking at photos of yourself. It's like, oh, and I remember this place that we lived in and like just I think that that was the story of it, right? Yeah, that's a big one. It's for the whole a lot story. Of, yeah. The women that I work with is that, um, especially with older children, they're like, I don't have any photos with my kids when yeah, they were younger. In yeah, in two minutes, okay? Yeah, just give me two more minutes. Um, thank you for getting them. Um, yeah, so that's it. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to feel amazing like when I started taking self-portraits, like it felt awkward and I didn't like what I saw mm-hmm. and I was a photographer and I was like, okay, well, um, and then I started playing with obviously like the angles and the composition and the lighting and trying to, you know, find what angles I liked of myself and then I um, would go from there. So, you know, I, I, I teach that, that stuff, that technical stuff so you can see that, oh, okay, so a camera doesn't actually see like human eyes. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions is like you see a photo of yourself and you're like, that must be exactly what I look like. But whereas like a camera doesn't actually see like the human eye does, um, a, mm-hmm. a, a slight shift in the angle of the camera and your body angle and the lighting and all this sort of stuff can drastically Everything affect changes. the way that the photo looks, right? So even though we are capturing ourselves, that's why I say like our energy is the most important thing because it loosens us up. So that like this is another big thing. It's like expose, keep it, keep doing it like a practice. It's it will start to feel better the more that you do it. It does, and I still have days where it feels awkward, and I'm like, oh, I don't like it today. But I actually know not to take it personally, and then I know Mm -hmm. to 
And then I know to look at my energy. I'm like, well, I'm not feeling it today. What are some things that I can do to bring my energy up to be feeling good? And then I'll take some photos. And then you can see the difference in the photos. You're like, oh, I look amazing now. Before I didn't. Well, my energy. Yep. Um, Yeah. So that's another thing is like, instead of focusing on how do I take a photo where I look really good, um, focus on feeling really good first and then take some photos. And that will loosen yep. your body up and it'll get you moving around and trying new things and it'll, you'll be more in a, like a, a mental state to be like, okay, cool, that didn't work. I'll try something else rather than take it personally and be like, oh, I look hideous today. Um, <laughs> that sort of thing. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, keep taking photos of yourself and and also, um, yeah, what like get yourself in a feel-good energy. And if it feels mm-hmm. funky, like feel into that. That's one of the things I love about self-portraits is that you can see your own body language. Like, yeah. And body yeah. language speaks so much louder than what words do. So um, when you see your own body language, even just a small like shift in your posture, for example, you're like, oh, I was really hunched over in that. I'm like, oh, okay. And then, you know, a lot of people say, before you go into a work meeting, like in the corporate world, they're like, do the yep. Superman pose, like stand up tall, yeah. <laughs> like have that confidence. And you go in and you got confidence. It's the same with photos. If you're not feeling confident, it's going to show. So look at like how you're feeling in your posture and the way that you're moving your body. Um, and then try again and notice the yeah. difference. So, yeah. Brilliant. That's, yeah. yeah. No, I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. And honestly, I mean, those shifts really make such a difference. And I'm going to post, tell us where, tell, tell us where people can find you. I'm going to post um, your Instagram link in that here in the comments and in the show notes. Um, but okay. tell people about where they can find you, what you're up to right now. And I'll post this in here. Okay. So I'm on all the socials at Paula the Ivy um, on Instagram and Facebook. And I do have a YouTube channel. I try really hard to put stuff on there, but that kind of gets put on the back burner a lot. <laughs> um, anyway, um, at the moment I've got, I've actually, what am I doing? I've got my Creatrix Mastermind, which is, um, is a monthly membership. So that's for female creators. And we go into um, how to take, like, Self, self-portraits and exploring like creating through that but then we also look at video and other ways of creating so it's it's more for um social media content creation and then also mm-hmm. we do a lot of like the mind body spirit to go with that with our creation um so that's my awesome. membership that's always going and then um i've got the selfography 30 creative mission which is like a photo club which is always open as well. And at the moment we're doing some fresh prompts for December in there, which is so fun. Um, So there's um, creative prompts and then little like how-to behind-the-scenes videos of how I take my photos. Um, That's a really cool um, low-cost like thing that you can join if you want to start taking photos. Um, It's a really beautiful Mm -hmm. community in there that's um, so supportive. Um, and then I do have my flagship course, Selfie School. We're going to be running the next live round early next year. I haven't set the official date yet, but you can still join any time with that. I don't close it off. Um, so there's always content in there, but we do run live rounds in that one as well, which goes through everything about taking self-portraits and photography um, and ways of being able to use it for your business. 
um, awesome. and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. And then I've got one. So good. Too. There's so many things. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many things. All the things. There's so many things. All the things. But yeah, seriously, guys, go and check out Paula on, on the socials because she has some pretty inspiring content. And I hope you very much enjoyed today learning from her because I tell you what, like sometimes I think when you're starting off as an entrepreneur, you might look around and think, oh, you know, th like this is too outside the box. I don't know which way to go. But then when you start to look up and look around and see people who are just, you know, three, two years, one year, two year ahead of you who are just creating the most epic, amazing lives through their work and loving their work. It's just like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you give this a go and just give it a try? So go and check her out on the socials and uh, yeah, follow along. Cool. Thank you so um, much, Janine. Thank you, Paula. And thank you for your little guy. He did really well. <laughs> yeah, he's gone now. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Of course he is. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, uh, everybody, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next time on the Your Healthy Business Podcast. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining me on today's episode. While I've still got your attention, I'd like to tell you about my brand new program called Aspire, the manifesting methodology. In this program, we attune, align, ascend, and action your big dreams and desires so that you can go out and create more of what you want in your day-to-day -day life. I'd love you to come and check it out. It's at janinediltzbayman.com slash aspire, and I hope to see you there.